Welcome back to the Retro Resolutions Podcast. I'm Dylan. This is Matt. And today we're going to be talking about... Uh, we're, we're going to just make a ranking of the top 10 retro consoles. This will be the official Retro Resolutions Top 10 Console Ranking. That's right. Uh, at least until we decide to revise it in the future. Um, yes. Which may or may not ever happen. Uh, but before <laughs> we get into that... As always, I want to hear about what you've been playing lately. And actually, yeah, we have two pieces of that. What have you been playing just in general, but also last time we recorded in one that is out of sequence because it was the holiday special. But the first time we had done this was uh, we assigned each other games to play. Um, and so I want to hear about what you've just been playing generally, but also I want to hear about if you've played Bomberman Hero and what you thought about it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like you said, we assigned each other a game to play and uh, we were to come back, of course, and talk about that, which I'll do second because you assigned me Bomberman Hero for the Nintendo 64, uh, which was its original release platform. Uh, The other game, uh, which is the uh, next game I'm going to assign to you is so... Uh, I wanted to keep with my theme of the previous, uh, the previous one being an arcade, uh, side-scrolling, uh, yeah, just side-scrolling game, I I guess is the best way to describe, uh, Rolling Thunder, but, uh, the game I've been playing is called Shadow Dancer, uh, and sticking again with that theme of side-scrolling, uh, it is actually uh, a arcade sequel to Shinobi. So uh, it doesn't say Shinobi uh, in the title, obviously, but uh, it was uh, made by the original members, and it's a great game. Uh, one of the things that it added that was really fun and unique to it is uh, you have this attack dog. So you have uh, Growly as your uh, sidekick in this game. Where does it look like him? It kind of does. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he looks you know kind of a wolf Siberian husky. So uh, as yes, so Dylan has a, a, a Siberian Siberian husky, right? Yeah. Is what Growly is, and. Uh, 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 what happens is, is if you duck for cover and you hold in that position, your dog will jump out and attack the uh, the opposing members that are shooting at you or whatever. And uh, as he gets hit, he'll get smaller and smaller till he becomes like a little puppy and <laughs> runs away. It's really kind of a cute little way of like, not having his dog die on the screen, you know, compared to, you know, uh, uh, it's meant to be cute, but the game really isn't a cute game. It's, it's definitely in the Mm -hmm. uh, same type of side scrolling as rolling thunder or Shinobi. Uh, but, uh, it's really, yeah, just really a fun game. Uh, and it's, it's not as popular as the other Shinobi games. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I just I love it. I love the the dog mechanic, uh, having this wolf uh, follow you along around and uh, attack and protect you when you duck for cover. 
uh, really fun, fun mechanic. So uh, that's the one that I've been playing uh, on. And I've been actually playing that on my, I dug out my Embernick 351P and uh, I've been playing on that little bad boy, uh, which is the little, you know, my little cute yeah. purple uh, GameCube looking little portable. Uh, it's got the colors of a GameCube. It doesn't look like a GameCube at all, but it's portable. Uh, with those, uh, that is it purple? I guess, yeah. Purple. The uh, GameCube's official name for its color yeah. was Indigo. Indigo. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is that was their attempt was to go with the Indigo. Uh, so, uh, Bomberman Hero. I ended up playing on a couple different systems. I'm currently taking my uh, Win GP3 and really converting it over to just an exclusive uh, retro system. So, uh, if you if you've seen the Win GP3, it is similar to a Steam Deck. Uh, it's got uh, a high power Intel i7. It's uh, 16 gigs of RAM. You know, it's a full-on computer uh, that's in a portable little setup. Uh, the problem is, honestly, is that it is Intel. Uh, and the reason I say that is because the Steam Deck plays so many uh, newer games uh, so much better. Uh, and it also uses, of course, the uh, Steam Deck Steam uh, OS. Uh, where WinGP uh, has to use, is currently using Windows. Uh, once the Steam uh, OS is officially released, I'll convert it over to that on the WinGP3. But for now, what I'm doing is taking games that are really CPU intensive, that are retro, and putting them on there. So uh, PS3 games, mm-hmm. uh, Xbox games, and a lot of newer arcade games I'm putting on there and setting it up. So uh, that's been a lot of fun. That's one of the things I've been doing the last couple of weeks. It's not ready for me to show off yet, uh, but when it's done, it's going to be a pretty awesome little uh, system that's going to have a dedicated use, which I'm really excited about because, honestly, it's just kind of sat here, and, uh, you know, uh, I'd really like to put it to use. So while I was doing that, I decided to use the Anbernick, and I was using that and playing... Uh, the Bomberman Hero on that, uh, but I decided to dig out the Ambernick 351P, and uh, honestly, it's been a blast to use this again. You know, it's just really a nice size, a little portable. It's got enough power uh, to play N64 games, and uh, I have uh, absolutely enjoyed playing. Oh yeah, playing uh, Bomberman Hero. Oh. Can you hear the music? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, great music. I'm it's so truly glad. an outstanding Nintendo 64 soundtrack. It really is. And I'm so glad that you had told me about the soundtrack on pre-order for mm-hmm. vinyl. <clears throat> Which I did just before me. this recording. I just bought it. Yes, so, so. I'm so excited because... Uh, <laughs> Uh, one, I'm going to, you know, uh, borrow it from you. Uh, but also that, uh, yeah, 
having having been told and knew and knowing that that soundtrack was being released on vinyl usually means it's a darn good soundtrack a digital you know a game soundtrack and it is it is it is so good and like i'm so glad that i was paying attention to the music as i've been playing because uh not only is the music great but i'm really glad that uh uh you had shown me this game because uh it's not one that i hardly i mean i remember like testing it out at one point on an emulator but i never really got into it all right so we're back we just had to take a quick pause you got a uh, visitor at your door so i did uh we were just talking about uh your experience playing bomberman hero yeah so bomberman hero uh you know the soundtrack aside which was really great uh this this was not a game that I would typically typically pick up and play, and so I'm really glad that that was one that you would challenge me to play, because it was a new experience, and uh, and not only was it a new experience, I ended up really enjoying it. Uh, once I started getting the hang of like, oh, you know, you can drop bombs, you can throw bombs, uh, you can jump, you can do different things depending on where you're at in the game, and. Uh, yeah, I just had a blast playing it. Uh, I played it for a good, I I would say a good couple hours, which right now that's pretty good for me just because oh, yeah. uh, of, of just time-wise and everything else. But yeah, I put in a good couple of hours and uh, I definitely uh, would rate it in probably my top five favorite N64 games at this point. I mean, it really went from a wow. game that I never played to top five n64 games and uh definitely added it to my favorites list uh i definitely want to come back to it so so great job so uh yeah great game and i look forward to your next assignment and uh <laughs> yours of course is shadow dancer did you find it on the internet at all uh yeah i looked up pictures of it um, good good i uh I will definitely be checking that out. Now, you, now you're again suggesting specifically the arcade version. That is correct. Yes. Yeah, I really want to stick right now with the arcade uh, versions of these games, uh, just because they were the definitely the highest quality uh, of, yeah. of of these releases. So, so what have you been playing? Uh, well, I know we talked about it in the holiday episode as being the thing. Uh, and I just finished it, um, on my steam deck. I had been playing Metroid prime on, yeah. uh, with, with the prime hack modification and, uh, I, I completed it. I went all the wow. way through the end, to the end of the game and, That's uh, That's awesome. yeah, so it's, it's a, it's a good one. Um, it did, uh, on this playthrough, kind of show its age to me a little bit despite the yeah. prime hack improvements sure uh the map is kind of hard to read it's got you know how you know how if you draw with just like i don't know what it would be six lines maybe maybe eight lines yeah. you could draw a cube on a piece of paper right and depending on how you look at it you could make it look like the top is uh on one side or on the other yes <laughs> right so like it could look like the corner that is in the middle of the 3d picture is either behind or in front 
if yes. you don't do any like shading or anything it could look you know either way that's right and uh there is definitely an up and a down in the metroid prime map uh but it still can have that problem where sometimes when you look at it because it's just a bunch of like basically just orange lines uh with 3d shapes it can be kind of like disorienting and so i'll have to like close the map and reopen it in order to try and rejigger my whole like perspective on it totally Uh, so it could be a little disorienting um but uh it also just kind of kind of plods a little bit at the end um like the end quarter uh or maybe maybe not the end quarter the end quarter maybe it like starts to pick back up again but like the third quarter um it kind of plods a little bit I'm, i kind of was just like all right let's let's wrap it up now um yeah yeah so i would say it is not as good of a game as super metroid or metroid dread uh yeah. but it's still a really good game that's cool. Um, yeah, that's cool that you played all the way through. I'm impressed. I I usually get to about the halfway point and get yeah. flustered with it. So, uh, um, yeah, it's it's a it's a good one. I I'm glad I played all the way through it on my Steam Deck. I thought that was a good time. Uh, so yeah, that's that's pretty much all I've been playing retro lately. Uh, tell me, except for Rolling Thunder, I hope. Well, that's true. I did. I also played Rolling Thunder. That's the other thing I played. And now I have to admit, I did not play as much Rolling Thunder as you did, Bomberman Hero, because, gotcha. I, you know, arcade games kind of if they uh, if they start off too strong, I'm not really one to push through. Gotcha. By and by too strong, I mean like too difficult uh yeah it's a so tough game. yeah it's, it's kind of tough and i yeah. think it's a neat idea uh, i uh i think it's like a f- pretty simple idea but kind of fun uh, you kind of just go shoot your way through these waves of like i don't know weird kkk looking dudes i know um, right it's like these kkk colored mask dudes that are like your which I kind of love. look like I the, the like, enemy you know, guy. The, yeah, the, totally the this, like classic 80s enemy bad dude, you know? And it's like, yeah, they got these like KKK hoods. They're like, you know, they've they've kidnapped the princess that, you, uh, that you've got to rescue. And you're like this James Bond character. Uh, I love that you can get that Uzi, like kind of midpoint through the level. And, yes. you know, that's pretty awesome. And I love that the different there's different colors of the bad guys that easily tell you, okay, that guy you have to shoot twice, or right, that, that guy, guy shot twice. a gun, or yep, but that guy's got a gun, or they they shoot once. Um, yeah, I think the way that you, when you shoot them, they kind of like deflate. Yeah, and then wither uh, away is kind of interesting. Uh, I, yeah. I just love the I love the sounds. Like clearly, you know, for me, and I know this is a different experience for you because. You know, for me, this was growing up as that those type of games came out. So that was like the latest and greatest, you know. Right. I think another thing that's missing when you play an arcade game on an emulator and, and you know what, not just arcade games, all, all retro games, there's a piece missing that I think that, um, that some of the official re-releases of games that are just emulators on a console or whatever 
do actually pretty well usually is or they've gotten better at is that like in an arcade game it is not just the game itself that yeah. is good and and is makes the experience there is also you have to factor that when you look when you see an arcade game in an arcade you see the cabinet and so you see yeah. the art on the cabinet and then you see the attract mode screen showing you like later stages that you're like oh i want to get that you know i want to see that cool weapon that's right. um or yeah. oh, i want to fight that boss and then you put your quarter in and you're like, nah, I gotta gotta keep working because I wanna see that cool boss or I wanna see the the jungle stage or whatever it is <clears throat> that comes up next. And uh you know, that miss you're missing that a little bit in the emulator. Um, yeah. And it's true. And I mean, even like even <clears throat> and I, I know I talked to you on the sidelines about this, but it's like if I had the space in my apartment, I would love to build a full size arcade. Uh uh emulation slash fpga setup you know right uh where i could have uh you know uh because even having just the arcade box even though it wouldn't be missing the artwork which is truly sad because you know if you've ever seen uh like tron for example is one of the most gorgeous arcade uh units Uh, it had all these glowing lights and uh this really cool control sticks it was just gorgeous, and uh, uh, which reminds me of uh, War Games just got recently re-released in 4K, so I uh, was watching it on my... The movie with Matthew Broderick. The, correct. The mo- okay. Thank you for clarifying the movie. I just wanted to make sure Matthew I knew... Broderick, not the video game, uh, which I think there was a really bad one out there, but... Uh, or maybe not. Uh, anyway... Uh, one of the scenes that I forgot about uh, was, and I re- I ended up rewatching the whole movie. I was just going to kind of watch the beginning because uh, I love his like really simplistic hacking, his like you know fine. And, and and honestly, it was kind of like that back then. You know, it wasn't. You know, uh, people wrote down their passwords and they were like all you know. It was like six characters all over. Right. I think the password was pencil to like get into the school computer. You know, right. it was great. But he plays one of the early scenes. He's playing at an arcade and he's playing uh, uh, Galaga hmm. or Galaga, however you want to pronounce it. Galaga, Galaga is how I always thought it was. Yeah, Galaga because of Galaxy, I think. Yeah, uh, Galaga, you know, uh, great game, classic. And he's playing that. And of course, uh, but next to him, there's a, there, there's actually two Tron units in this arcade. But it's just this really cool arcade scene. Uh, very classic, very, you know, very real 80s arcade. Uh, so anyway, I wanted to recommend to you and to others, if you want to get that, uh, really that arcade retro feel, uh, th- that scene is great. And in the new remaster, whether it's on Blu-ray or Ultra HD, uh, the 4K rip, the 4K is gorgeous. Um, but uh shoot and i lost where we were going with all this that's but... all right i just wanted to say so yeah, the was, arcade I... unit is such a, a big yeah. deal so i totally understand that uh, uh, and in fact i would recommend when you play shadow dancer is that you play with your uh uh 8-bit dough uh arcade Ooh. stick yeah 
because it really was, and, and I wish I would have said this with that, this one too, is that, you know, those games were designed for that controller. You know, it was a true joystick right. arcade, you know, and those, and you and I both have those 8-bit does, and uh, man, those are so fun. I'm so glad it's, you bought one great. of those. Uh, of course, I followed in your footsteps, and I'm really glad I did, because that thing's a really neat uh, way to play arcade games. Obviously it's still not there yet. I mean, it's still not the same, uh, for arcade. Uh, but, uh, cool. Well, I'm glad you got to play it. I'm glad you got at least some of the experience. And yeah, I want to say the guys, the, the enemies, the villains, Mm -hmm. I think I sent you a link in the discords. Uh, I think, uh, our, our, if anybody's listening and they want to know what I'm talking about, they should Google it. The dudes look like the Sp- SpongeBob SquarePants villain Man Ray. Oh, does, does, does you see the picture? No, it didn't come through. Uh, I sent you. Oh, I sent it to the. I sent it. I didn't send it to you. I sent it to a different friend. Whoops. Uh, here we go. <laughs> I was like, uh, oh yeah, it totally does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they look like the SpongeBob SquarePants villain Man Ray, uh, who is they actually really a villain of Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, their first arch nemesis, um, who is a parody of the uh, DC superhero villain uh, Black Manta. Yes, yes, yeah. But anyway, uh, so yeah, I played a little bit of Rolling Thunder. Uh, it was it was all right. Uh, yeah. It was definitely. I mean, I'm glad you recommended it because it was definitely like a game I had never heard of and never and would so have played otherwise. Me, of course, you know, that was like, yeah, I grew up with it. But that's what I was hoping for was that. And same yeah. with Shadow Dancer is that they're both, I think Shadow Dancer is a little easier just because you've got the wolf and, uh, uh, but it is definitely still that side to side. But one of the things I did like is that you could choose your level, you know, uh, like if you beat level one of Rolling Thunder, uh, at the beginning of the game, you could actually select the, and start from level two. So what? you weren't wasting quarters. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Check it out. Play it again. And at the very beginning, it'll tell you, it'll say, uh, you put in your quarter and it'll say, and it's kind of hard to understand. They didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Well, I saw it said something. Like, I was like, I don't know what it's talking about. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's not well instruct it's not good instructions but it's basically saying hey in the next eight seconds if you wish to select a level to start from you can start on, and and you'll use your joystick to select the level and then you press your uh uh player one i think or the start button and it'll start you on whatever level so if you beat level one then mm. uh you can use your and, and you die in level two awesome just plunk in another quarter and tell it to start at level two. And so okay. that was really cool. So even though the game was hard, it was like, that was one of the first arcade games that did that, that allowed you to be like, okay, you know, I don't want to go through level one. You know, most games forced you at like Shinobi, you had to play through every single level, you know? Uh, but anyway, yeah, it was really cool that they did that. It, it was unique and pretty rare in arcade games that allowed you to select a level to start from. So, all right. 
yeah, so let's get into it. I'm I'm now thinking. Do you have a game to recommend for me, or? Uh... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't know that I do. Okay. Um, but I might by the end of the episode. So mine, of course, you said was Shadow Dancer. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, I might have to think about it for a bit. Um, no worries, no worries. I mean, honestly, I could keep playing Bomberman Hero. I, yeah. I wouldn't be uh, disappointed if I was stuck on that. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to think about it because I didn't come prepared to have a suggestion for you. To be honest, right. um, I think okay. I think the thing the thing that I want to do is suggest to you a game that I would like it's significant to me in some way. Yeah, absolutely. That you also likely haven't played or experienced much of, right? Exactly. It's like, and, and that's kind of where I've been going, of course, with Shadow Answer. And Bomberman was a great selection yeah. because it was clearly a, a great game, great music. And here's the deal. So what, what I would challenge you to do is, you know, uh, take it offline think about it and just you know message me on discord and then you know our next episode we'll talk about obviously i can talk about like what you selected you can talk about why you selected it i actually i actually think i have a suggestion okay there you go wow uh it, but i if if this is a bad one because you have already played it <laughs> then let me know okay uh i'm gonna go to the gamecube okay which it which actually it's not a platform exclusive so you could choose to play it on a like a different platform but but of uh, course the, you know the GameCube I have a GameCube an actual that's true. you game have a GameCube Cube with a Pico boot which you helped me uh, set up so so uh, uh, that's probably yeah. the way that's how I played it as a kid was on GameCube okay yeah um, no that's great I need I, to play I think that I, my recommendation is. The Simpsons Hit and Run. All right, I'll play Which, uh, it. Yeah, you know, it's play. it's a. Uh, is it yeah, a driving are you, game? Kind of. Okay. It is like the Simpsons knockoff of Grand Theft Auto. No kidding. Okay. And uh, I don't know if you're a big Simpsons fan. I oh, really yeah. oh. wasn't that much. I watched it a little bit uh, as a kid, like in middle school. Yeah, um, you know, I'm not like you know, I'm not a, like the super fan. I tend to watch like the Halloween episodes sure. every year. You know, uh, I loved Simpsons Bowling, uh, the arcade game, or okay, uh, or was it? I think it was arcade. And then I was trying to think of what systems it's on, but Simpsons Bowling and, of course, the Simpsons fighting game on the arcade. Loved yeah. those. The, but, uh, you're talking about yeah. the, the Konami, the, the, the like, Konami uh, one. It's em kind up. of like Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles team up. Right. Yeah. Fighting game. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Simpsons Sweet. Hit and Run is like a right. really interesting So even though you're not uh, a super game. fan of Simpsons, why did you get into this game? I it was it was gifted it by like my uncle for Christmas or something because uh, okay. you know he was always looking he's big into cars mm. and I'm not and so he was always <laughs> looking for reasons to like give me a something that that I you know he knew I would like that was also something that he would like 
and yes. which I think is a reasonable way to do gifts. And, I think that's uh, really fun. Yeah, I tried to do that with my nephews as well, so I totally get the uncle side of that. Right. So yeah, he gave me Simpsons Hit and Run because it was like Cars, but it was also a video yeah. game, and and uh, yeah, so. Uh, it's just, an, I think it's a very interesting game. So, uh, check cool. it out. Yeah, that's a good one because I, I, I am gonna have to find it and play it because, uh, I played like a surprising amount of it. Cool. Uh, right just, you know, anyway. Yeah, great idea. That's, and I'm excited because it's, uh, you know, I've got the GameCube on my Sony PVM. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's a great way for me to experience that game. So, all right, awesome. so I'm realizing that we uh, we may not finish our list here today. We may may break this episode into two parts. Yeah. Now, so do we want to top start with the top or the bottom? Well, so what I was thinking is that we should just we should just fit, like list consoles and then list rank. some consoles. So we're gonna do the top ten consoles, retro consoles. Okay. So that, as per our rules from like episode two or whatever, where yes. uh, analog video Digital out. Retro. So, yeah. So so the latest we could do is PS3. Yep. And uh, and but anyway, um, top ten retro consoles list. Uh, we said no portables uh, because we want to have a, be able to do a separate list on portables. Um, yeah. And we're and just gonna that, we're gonna just randomly throw out some of the ones. I think we should we, just throw out ones and, and that then we, we feel need to be on the list until we feel kind of good about it. And then once so we've got every you know our full list, then we can whittle it down into the top ten, and then we can start rearranging them in in order of great idea. Top, love it. So yeah, this will probably be a two parter. You're right because we've yeah. Talked, I've so I I'm list. gonna go if you don't mind. I'm gonna go first. And just throw out, I think the NES has to be on this list. Absolutely. Yes. For me, that's... Also, just sorry to... I also think the SNES has to be on this list. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, and and let's talk about those just real briefly. Is like, you know, for me, the NES, of course, was like a major chunk of my my childhood gaming experience, especially uh, non-computer related stuff, you know. Again, I played, uh, I I split off and played a lot of computer for a while, especially when there was that couple year dry period where you know people were like, ah, video games are dead, which they weren't. But uh, yeah, I definitely think the NES is a great one. Uh, it's just such a classic, and it's you know that one, uh, like you said, the S NES, uh, Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, the Sega Genesis has to be on there for me. Uh, and so you listed two. Uh, Sega Genesis and uh, I will say the Atari 2600 for me. Yeah, that that again okay. was a, yeah. a, a, a top 10 classic console for, and for many people, man, that, that was huge. And I'll talk about that more on my kind of birthday episode, but uh, yeah. Uh, I think the PlayStation has to be on this list. Yes, yes. The PlayStation I, 1. Yes, PlayStation 1 for sure. Uh, so that's five. Um, that's five. I think that... 
you know, there's there's a lot of other kind of uh, like this is this is already to the five on here. Are like we've already huge. got five on there. Wow. I think I think oh, man, this is this is terrible. But uh, you know, I'm gonna put I'm gonna just throw Dreamcast there. We we'll talk about it later in detail. I'm gonna throw the Dreamcast on. Is That's there anything else? Line, but yeah, let's put it on there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one that I definitely think we can eliminate off the list is the Saturn. I think that neither of us had much experience playing that system. Yeah. It just wasn't a popular system, you know, in the United States in general. But, and yes, there's some great games that I've loved going back and emulating. Uh, but uh, that one I can definitely say is off the list. Um, okay. Let's see. What's another one I want to throw on there? Um, I think maybe the PS2 also. Yeah, I think, I mean, just for its catalog of games, uh, you know, the PS1 and the PS2 just were yeah. massive, you know. Uh, the N64 needs to be You think the there. N64? I was just the thinking N64 about the N64. One because, you know, uh, while it didn't have a, a, a huge success and it wasn't, it didn't have a mass set of releases, man, the games that it did have were classic classic games i mean just like this bomberman hero uh you know that's a that's a classic great wonderfully well-made thought out game from the music to the level design to the character and the way he falls over and everything i mean it's uh goldeneye and and the four player like the n64 i know this is this is like way underappreciated today, but yeah, the N64 was like the first time that a console came with four ports. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, And there were of course multi-taps all the way back to like the Atari, I'm pretty sure. But, uh, the N64 coming with four ports was like a huge deal. It really was. Yep. Yeah, that's a and good. Yeah, so yeah. you know, while while uh, you know, some some may argue that one, I think you and I are both in agreement that that one should okay. be on our list. Uh, so hold on. Let's, let's so what do we? These. So how many do we have, including Dreamcast? Uh, let's see. Numbered list. We have eight. Wow, eight. Right. Um. You this know, is pretty one, this yeah, is pretty late but we could do the Wii. you know we'll, no. we'll throw it on there and we can talk about it later okay. i feel almost like like microsoft needs representation on this list because there is the original xbox and then also i think technically the 360 could qualify yeah honestly if we're going to do an x which i agree microsoft should be represented i would prefer personally the 360 like I think I, the 360 is the more accurate, historically, for significance. The 360 is the correct yeah, the choice. The I mean, honestly, I didn't even touch an Xbox till they were hackable. And even then, uh, it just, you know, the 360, once the 360 came out and it was so, you know, the graphics were just incredible on it. Uh, you know, I remember seeing Call of Duty on that thing on a demo, you know, at a oh, time. Yeah. And I was just like blown away. Like I was like, yeah. "Yep, I got to get one of these." You know, I was totally sold. Uh, so uh, yeah, if, if you're cool with it, let's do the 360. Yeah, there's also so I feel like we're for, like these. This is clearly showing. I think this list already is showing like 
our maybe our collective biases. It it is. Uh, the GameCube is not on here. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on the list, even though we might <laughs> it could arguably be pulled off. Um, yeah, that's a yeah, that's another tough one. Uh, you know, because the other one that I really feel that should be on here is the Turbo Graphics. So uh, yeah, that's uh, you know, and that represents while you know while I didn't own one, it was still a really cool you know it was the first 16-bit system out there it was you know uh the home ports of like our type and stuff are still just amazing on that thing and you know uh so yeah uh like you said we're gonna have to probably chop some of these off the list but for now let's just throw it on there and we can argue about it uh what is it called uh turbo graphics in the in united states it was PC uh, engine, PC engine elsewhere. Yeah, that's right. Um, there's also, I think, and I didn't have one. I don't think you did. Uh, the, so I, I don't think it can go on our lists just for that reason. Um, but there's also like the Neo Geo, uh, AES, which was the home version of the MVS, which is like the cabinet that you see at, you know, arcades. And, and, you know, and that one is, I, you read my mind because I was struggling with that one. When you said the Dreamcast, I thought of the, the Neo Geo. The Neo Geo, Uh, yeah. You know, that was like the, everybody, as a, you know, as a, I think I was a teenager by the time that really came out, you know, uh, but everybody wanted it. It, but yeah. nobody had it because it was just insane. I mean, the the carts themselves were like, you know, 150 bucks. Uh, and I mean, 150 bucks back then is like, uh, I'm trying to figure it out. It would be about 350 bucks today's money. If you could imagine just, a you know, a video game costing 350 bucks. Yeah, it was the exact game from the arcades you know essentially i mean right uh you were getting the arcade game i actually uh, just i pulled up the uh i pulled up the wikipedia for the uh yeah neo geo and um the system itself in uh yeah when did it come out in uh 1991 so yeah, I was in high school. You were, were you, you were just being born. Y- yeah, yeah. <laughs> it uh, it came out. Oh, sorry. So the arcade cabinet came out in August of nineteen ninety. Yes. But yeah. the AES came out um, two months before I was born in wow. North America 91. in July of nineteen ninety one. Wow. And its introductory price in the u.s was 649 dollars and 99 cents which yeah, in one... 2021 dollars like with inflation oh. for 30 years it's yeah about 1300 dollars today yeah 1300 bucks i mean which is nuts i mean yeah i mean could you imagine people going oh yeah i want to get the you know you know uh the ps5 I mean, the PS5 is is not even half that price. Exactly. The expensive version, right? And right. Uh, like, even if you were to get a PS5 
with an upgraded internal SSD and with the upcoming uh, VR headset, all is one bundle and one cost. It would not be as expensive as what the Neo Geo was. Yeah. Which is crazy. Anyway, sorry. Let's uh, let's talk about... I mean, it's... I don't I, think the, the, the Turbo Graphics or the Neo Geo can go on our list. Because really? okay. we, well, I mean, I don't think they can make the top 10. Yeah, I, I think one that the Neo Geo, I think we've both said, okay, it's got great historical significance, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Is there anything older that I'm not thinking of? So there's the, one, there's one that I'm, I would, this is one that I personally would put on the list, but I think it's one that you wouldn't is the ColecoVision. Okay. Uh, so the ColecoVision came out after the Atari 2600, and it had really decent graphics for its time. Like Zaxxon and Donkey Kong on it were amazing, actually. Uh, uh, but... Uh, it also had one of the first driving uh, steering wheel setups. And uh, this was really cool. It had an expansion port for Atari. You could buy it and you could play Atari 2600 games on it. I was it got, just looking at that. Yeah, it got sued uh, and they had to stop making it. But uh, like my friend had a ColecoVision and he had one of those because I had an Atari so I could bring my Atari games over there and play Atari games on that thing. And it was really cool. The controller was terrible. It had this like little number pad thing with like a little circular thing that you use to, as your joystick. Um, yeah, this looks like utter trash. Yeah. Like playing just, a phone game on a cell phone circa 2002, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, it was really bad. But the graphics, like I said, were like they were they were in between an Atari twenty six hundred and of course what later came out was the NES. So it fell right in between those. But yeah, uh, but uh, me and my friend we played the heck out of that uh, because he had one and it was you know yeah it was great graphics at the time. But uh, yeah, the controller was trash. It was so bad. And even trying to emulate that system. And trying to like select a game using like an emulated number pad and stuff is painful, painful. Uh, but I still do it every once in a while just for like there's an event, uh, Cosmic Avengers, which was a classic. But uh, that's the only one that I can think of that's older, uh, that really was a big system for me. But arguably, I think we could. I don't think it'll make the list just because it's you had no experience with it, right? Right. Well, other than that, I have. Is it up there? It is. It is up there. Let me grab my Atari. Mm. <coughs> so I've got my Atari Light Sixer here, and yeah. here I've always found this crazy. Yeah. Is that I have a copy of Donkey Kong. Yeah. For the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, and this yep. copy of Donkey Kong actually, I don't know if you can see this on the camera. Oh, it's a Coleco, yes. It's a Coleco cartridge, not an Atari cartridge. Although it does say Donkey Kong by Nintendo video game cartridge for use with the Atari video computer system and Sears Video Arcade. Yes. So I don't understand. Was this just made by the company Coleco 
for so, the Atari, or was it for their Atari expansion for the ColecoVision? That because they the Atari and the expansion were the same thing, like clones of each other. So here's the deal, and I totally know this is that Coleco had originally had the rights for home and uh, Nintendo games, Nintendo arcade games. Yeah, and at the time, the two systems that were really popular were the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. And I don't know if I'd say the Coleco system was popular, but it was in my world because my friend had one. But sure, uh, sure. the Coleco used a totally different cartridge. Uh, so, uh, but it had, you know, it had its own Coleco version of Donkey Kong. Uh, but that is so cool because, yeah, originally uh, Coleco had the rights to put out the game. So it released games on the 2600. It released games on its own system. And then, uh, and, and again, the, the, the actual official release for Coleco was much more true to the arcade version because it had better graphics. Uh, not, you know, you know, it, it again fell in between NES and, and, the uh, Atari 2600. So it wasn't a huge leap in graphics, but it was there. Uh, but that's really cool. That's a cool cartridge. Uh, I, I, you don't, I haven't, uh, in fact, I've got, man, I've got probably 20 Atari cartridges and I don't have a single uh, Coleco one. I have a Intellivision one, which is kind of unique. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the Atari was interesting in that that history of making video games. Uh, the creators were getting really mad at Atari because they weren't allowed to use, uh, put their names in any kind of credits or anything like that. You know, the famous adventure game, he hid his name in a secret room. And if you did certain things, you could get into that room and it would have his name in the room, uh, the creator of, of the game. Uh but yeah, this was like right one of those first times. Yeah, yeah. This is one of those times where this was one of the first times where creators of programmers left Atari to make their own companies, right. like television and different things like that, and uh, 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 where they would get credit for they could you know, they could make their games the way they wanted to, which was awesome. But okay, so what? Let's go. Let's review the list. What do we got? So on the list. We have the NES, the SNES, the Genesis, the 20, Atari 2600, PlayStation, Dreamcast, PS2, N64, Wii, 360, GameCube, Master System. I added to the list at one point. Okay. I was going to say, Cal- we, that's another one we should argue about. Yeah, ColecoVision, TurboGrafx, and Neo Geo. I think, I think really... Anything else that's not here, we're forgetting about probably for good reason. The Saturn is already, it's on, I have it on the, the document just to remind me to not consider it because it's, yeah. it's there and the it's Saturn struck is through. one that I think is just, yeah, the Saturn. Uh, there's one, so here's the, uh, this is the only other one that I, it's been on my, it's the PS3. Is the only yeah, one so that's, that's, that's there, the but I think, I think think it should look i love the ps3 yeah dearly but i don't think it should be on this well so if it's going to be on this list i think it should be above the turbo graphics 16 and the neo geo but uh well and i feel like 
but I, I don't think that, uh, I mean, that's so far down the list that I don't think it will matter. Yeah. And, the, you know, the Xbox 360 was the kind of the competing system. Yeah. The and it was the dominant one. It was. Surprisingly. And, and you know, but, uh, I think the PS3 is a better video game system than the Xbox oh, 360. Yeah. But yeah. I think that the Xbox 360 is so culturally significant. Yeah. That it has to take precedence over the ps3 and we already have ps1 and ps2 representation which i think are profoundly more important than the ps3 yes yes agreed Agreed. Um, okay so ps3 we can add that to our our off the list yeah Um, i think i think 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 if it's all right with you I think I'm also going to move the Turbo Graphics and Neo Geo down to our to our murdered list here. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, I I won't lie. the 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 Turbo Graphics is a tough one for me to take off the list, but let's take it off for it's, now. We'll see how it's our really, list comes it's out. It's really cool, I think, uh, and it's one of the ones I enjoy kind of checking out on the. Um, mister the most but oh yeah it's so yeah. fun to it, it, yeah the mister does of course such a great job of and, and there were so many really that's another one where there's so many games that i never really played because i didn't have the mm-hmm. system so there's you know uh the one thing that i will say though and this is just an afterthought is that i will agree to removing it from the list however i'll probably insist when we come to our portables that the turbo Turbo express Express is on our top 10 Uh, okay all right i think that's actually a much more interesting case to be made i think so too and we'll talk about that obviously in our portables i'll just i'll just say that it's coming up and i'm gonna fight for that one Uh, so so we gotta whittle this down we gotta whittle three down here um so uh, the list as it stands, NES, SNES, Genesis, Atari 2600, PlayStation, Dreamcast, PS2, N64, Wii, 360, GameCube, Master System, ColecoVision. Now, I know that the three I would take off of this list are the ColecoVision, Master System, and Wii. But I don't know if you agree. Uh, let's see, boy. Uh, I, I think... Because you didn't own a Sega Master System, correct? I didn't. Me neither. Um, so, now, let's the Sega. I did yeah. play a fair amount of the Game Gear, which was in yes. large part a portable Master System. And that's another one. Yeah, I that was one of the first. Like I owned the the original, very first Game Boy, and I owned the original Game Gear. Uh, I was, uh, at that time, I was old enough to be working at a job, uh, you know, after high school at a movie theater, and I used my own hard-earned money to buy that bad boy. Uh, mm. But those are, so, yeah, let's take off the Sega Master System, because, it, like, like the TurboGrafx Express, I think that's going to definitely have to come up, at least in discussion, uh, in our portables, our top ten. Yeah. Portables. So, uh yeah, let's let's uh, we can take All off right. the Sega Master System. Let's take so, off the Coleco. Take off the Coleco, okay. Yeah, and let's take off the Wii. Yeah, I the Wii is that one is such a that's a really the Wii is such a funny system for me. Uh, I have a real 
I have both a love and a hate for that system. Yeah. Uh, oh, me too. So thanks. let's talk about that. Let's talk about why we're striking the Wii from the list. Okay, the, yeah, the Wii clearly won. Like if we were measuring units sold or or right. revenue generated for the the generation that was the Wii 360 and PS3, yeah. the Wii far and away the winner. I believe the Wii is to this day the highest selling console console of all time. Wow, I believe which, it. I mean, which my makes me a little. One. My parents bought one for exercise for crying out loud. I mean, I have it up in my closet now. It's practically brand new because they never really used it. But, you know, if my parents uh, bought a gaming system for themselves, that just shows you how universal that system really became. Let's see. I'm going to do a quick search for top selling console game consoles. I'm actually wrong. Oh. Is it the Switch? No, it is. Well, uh, hold on. Let's see. Units sold. Uh, Wow. Okay, the Wii is actually pretty far down the list. Um, It is like fourth. Behind the PS2, the PS4, the Switch, which I don't know counts. Yeah, I know. That's it's an iffy one. And the PS One. Wow, the PS One even that's yeah. that's shocking to me actually. Yeah, it is to me too. But the Wii, I mean, the the the, the what comes after the Wii is the PS Three, by like trailing by like twenty million units. Wow. And then behind the PS Three is the Xbox Three Sixty, by mm. another three million units. Wow. Uh, I. Uh, Wow, holy cow. This list is mind-blowing to me. Uh, anyway. Um, so let's talk about our love and hate for it. Why the, so why the hate for you? Because the Wii ushered in an era of just unbelievable shovelware to good game ratio. Yes. Yeah. I mean, for oh. every Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword you got, which had its own problems, was sure. literally a hundred... Oh, I know. Just absolute, like, Tiger Electronics quality garbage. garbage. Yes. Um, so, you know, there's that. Uh, I yeah. also and think that, that the... I, I mean, that's a big part of it. The, the other thing is the waggle. Um, like, like, the motion gimmick was fun with Wii Sports at first. But then, yeah. like, there was a real lack of, like... Uh, real games on it well, because everything tried to incorporate force the motion stuff into it in a way that was like this is not really natural yeah it you know only you know nintendo itself was one of the few that i think that actually did like the the ones that i remember is like the super mario galaxy games did a good job with the controllers use of the dual controller and motion stuff uh it didn't it wasn't like huge like uh like bowling type thing but it was right. but i really felt like the dual controllers i yeah like you the shovelware was just insane uh and that was yeah that was a first i think it really there was no 
quality control. Like for a long, you know, like the NES, you had to meet Nintendo quality control to get that Nintendo symbol on there. And uh, that was a big deal, actually. I mean, you know, I oh, feel yeah. like that really helped limit, you know, the, the garbage that was out there on those systems. But, and, 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 and there wasn't that much. I mean, you know, you may not like a game, but it, it, you wouldn't still say, wow, that was just trash, where there was just so much just complete trash on the lead system. But uh, I mean, there's I always like, there's always a variance in quality levels, right? But absolutely. The, absolutely. the but that, ratio of your Super Mario's to your, your Battletoads, which even yeah. Battletoads is not that bad. In yeah, comparison compared to some, to some of the other stuff. ones out there. Yeah. But like your ratio was way, way tighter um, than the it Wii, was. where it was like, I'm I, I'm having, I'm literally struggling to think of the worthwhile games on the Wii. Um, I know. I mean, you got your Mario, uh, Mario Galaxy games. 1 and 2, you got your Zelda Twilight Princess and yep. Skyward Sword, you got your um, Donkey Kong Country Returns. Yeah, you got yeah. your Animal Crossing. There's maybe 20 games on there that I would really? consider yeah. spending a significant amount of time with. Yep. And then 2,000 games I wouldn't bother. Yep. Most of the games that I played on that system were emulated games from like the Wii store that you could buy like NES games, you know, so I could play. Oh, man, that actually, you know what? Mm-hmm. That's a really good case for putting it back on the list. No, not the Wii store. Dang it! <laughs> the, the Wii shop, the Wii shop channel Wii shop, was Wii actually shop. really great. Oh, I think because it was the first. It was the first about. instance of like officially endorsed emulation. emulation. Yeah, and it was. I think that was actually really groundbreaking and, and awesome at the time. It, you know, it was unheard of. The points was complete garbage the yeah. like the way you purchased games with like oh, wii points yeah. was stupid um yeah everyone was doing it at the time at least the wii's was like uh you know uh, uh one uh i believe the way that it worked is that one point was worth one cent in american dollars so yeah you, you, you could buy a thousand points and that'd be ten dollars and at least that was reasonable whereas microsoft was out there being absolute buck wild with it and i think it was 20 bucks was 1200 points or something and so it it didn't such garbage yeah it didn't evenly distribute very well yeah and it caught it forced you to buy more than you needed to buy a game you know yeah a lot of times it was yeah yeah because games would be like 500 points or something and you'd be like well that's yeah you know 450 or whatever (laughs) right right exactly it was garbage uh but anyway you're right. I mean, I, uh, yeah, I would say leave it off, but you're right. That is a good argument. Uh, you know, like you said, the, the emulation, being able to buy, you know, games that were from older systems that, yeah, were clearly emulated in a legal purchase sort of way was really cool. Uh, the Wii, the Wii shop, uh, was awesome. Uh, and you know that was yeah that was that was so such a it was one of the first successful to me uh online game shops uh that i'll you know historically that i'll remember but i will i will go back to what you said just before this is that 
truly there was like 20 good games it's like you know i could probably name you know well i probably couldn't but i bet easily you know like the turbo graphics had you know 30 plus games that were you know excellent games you know versus yeah. this one had maybe 20 good games honestly probably six excellent <laughs> games and that was uh, it you know all right, Which is here's really bad for such a popular system. Here's a uh, here's a trade I think I don't I don't think I want to make, but the Dreamcast is still floating on this on up on the top ten. Do you think that the Wii should replace the Dreamcast? Because the Dreamcast really is sitting there in like this weird limbo world between the PlayStation One and the PlayStation Two, where it like well, it wasn't that groundbreaking and it it, obviously it flopped um but But it also was like really special else at the same time somehow it was well and it was you know it's the first 128 bit system you know which they stopped going away from those and i'm glad you know you know for the longest time game systems were you know how many bits did a game could have you know 8 bit 16 bit you know 32 bit whatever but uh uh was it the first system to ship with a modem? That's the thing. It's like you know. the fact that you could do online gaming with it. Uh, and there was only like a couple games. That I mean, there it. were there were online sort of games systems yeah. before the Dreamcast, right? There was Sega Channel on the Genesis. Yeah, the Saturn had one. Yep. Yep. So there were, it wasn't the first. It was, I would say yes. what was the first instance of modern internet yeah on a console right and it uh you know to me the dreamcast uh it had a ground breaking controller with the 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 memory uh the lcd memory uh the controller was pretty great uh i mean it's not one of my favorite controllers of all time but with that lcd memories uh pack and uh I think you could get rumble packs, right? Or yeah, um, yeah. You know, and there was a uh, microphone, like it was modular. I mean, sixty four did it before then, I guess. But it uh, did. But still, the fact that it kind of did that and added the LCD memory, yeah, the little uh, window for it for the VMUs, yeah, and, and you could even play some games on it. That uh, yeah, uh, on the little LCD and thing. and the memory cards could link up to each other independently. Yeah. Of the, which is really yeah, cool. it just underutilized really cool honestly there but it's just for me there's many more games that i think of honestly that are more memorable oh than, yeah than the Wii than, for sure than the Wii. and you know i'm you know, i mean just like you could rattle just, them off real quick you know like crazy taxi choo choo rocket shenmue virtual on uh seaman <laughs> yeah uh you know there's just there's oh jet set radio or Jet oh, yeah. Grind Radio at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, there was just, honestly, just a lot of bangers. Uh, Sonic Adventure and Adventure 2. My really... weird one, Silent Scope, which I still love. Yes. Even though it's 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 very, I'm probably the only one that loves it. But Silent Scope was great to play on that. Uh, uh, just a lot of, yeah, just, I don't know. I think, okay, you know what? Well, you've made a good case for it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I just. Nobody know, stuck a Wii in an arcade cabinet. No, you know, you know the the Dreamcast though with the was was the base of the Naomi 
you know, where yeah. you get a lot of a Thomas wave system. Uh, oh, and know. those were great. And I also, you know, uh, the other thing that I would say was that for me personally, this was one of my first hacked systems. Oh. Uh, because, oh, because you were just burning discs. Because you could burn discs. And, yeah, yeah. you know, you didn't have to hack it. You just had to burn the discs. And that was so cool, you know, uh, because... Right. You know, prior to that, you had to like mod stuff, hardware mod. Oh, yeah. And I, as we've talked about before, I just, there's no way I could do any of that. So, yeah. Uh, um, so, okay. So we'll keep the dream. All right. We'll I, keep the dream I, I, I really think the Dreamcast should, if I had, if we, especially between those okay. two. What about the I, GameCube? Because, look, I love the GameCube, but I don't I know. Do. I think that even compared to the Dreamcast, even the GameCube is. I mean, I think that I think that the GameCube and the Dreamcast are really sitting pretty close in my mind as far yeah. as their uh, that's a tougher their successes and challenges. Choice. Yeah, because um, again, the GameCube has like I could list two dozen absolute bangers on the GameCube mm-hmm. without even a second thought. But and it, you know, and it did weird stuff. Like with the Game Boy Advance link cable stuff yeah. and the the broadband adapter and yeah. uh uh well I guess those are the two I mean then the broadband adapter is not that weird it's just it was a thing that the Dreamcast it was a also thing, did though. I mean uh, uh, the, the weird discs thing. you know similarly yeah, the to weird the Dreamcast small discs and they're recorded backwards uh, they go from out to in instead of in to out. Yeah, uh, it was part of their copy protection scheme. Right. But, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of weird stuff going on with the game. So how many? Do we, how many total do we have right now? If so on the list both. is ten. We have NES, SNES, Genesis, Atari, PlayStation, Dreamcast, PS2, N64, 360, and GameCube. I I say we keep all those. I say that. You think that top. should be the ten? I think that should be the ten. Unless okay. I mean, is there anything else that we? Like, I, I can't think of anything else that, and, that and, any and other I'm, system we didn't think of. Let's go back to our no list. Okay, here's the ones that aren't on the list. Yeah, Saturn, we, PS3, TurboGrafx 16, Neo Geo, Mas- the Sega Master System, ColecoVision, Wii. Yeah, I think the one, the only one I truly struggle with there is I do think the Wii is so significant. <laughs> but also i hate it yeah so, oh i do too i just i just and, but but also again the Wii though i love it because while it was a pile of garbage as far as like what was put on it yeah. it also was in my opinion the widest cracked open system of all time it was so hackable which was so great i mean that and it was, was so honestly fun. the wii is to this day one of the best systems like if you're like oh i'm looking for the lowest cost of entry most yeah. versatile thing i can use to play the widest range of video games on i would say get yourself a wii that has yeah. early model so it's got uh, gamecube slots the best possible thing you could do Yes, yes. I've got uh uh it's got component output built in. Yep. You could mod it to put HDMI on it. Yeah. It can it can emulate everything up to N64 and then it can uh 
play actual GameCube and Wii games, of course. I, yeah. I mean, that's incredible. Well, and that's the thing is, man, I've got, gosh, I, you know, I need, I've got, like I said, I've got two of them. I've got one that I personally owned and then the one that my parents owned. Uh, I, I hacked both of them, but I'm, man, I'm thinking I should maybe take one out and put it to the, like, I, I should actually connect it to the PVM. Uh, would that be hard to do? No. No, it would actually be so incredibly easy. That's what I was you may need to, if you wanted it to be a, a, that good of a quality, you may need to buy a very cheap component cable online. I think I have. I think I have a component cable for that. Yeah. One. Like I was going through a box, my closet the other day, looking for Lego pieces for our tanks. The, oh yeah. Uh, still working on that actually. Uh, uh, anyhow. Uh, uh, so I'm working on building these tanks uh, that, or getting the pieces to build the tanks that look like the ones from the Neo Geo. What's the game? Uh, Metal, uh, Metal Slug. Metal Slug. I wanted to say Gear. Metal Slug. But anyway, uh, as I was going through that, I I saw my version of the of the Wii that I personally owned, and. Uh, and I was like, "Oh, that's a weird cable." It was it was a component. Uh, okay, well then, yeah. I mean, so you I can, can plug that, that into right your. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sweet, man. I should actually plug that in. And the one the one thing I would say is if if you told somebody to buy one of these, I would say the first thing to buy is yeah the the uh, GameCube controller and buy uh, the. Uh, it was the it was the little controller that basically was just like your basic oh a classic controller a classic controller yeah yeah so, you know when you're playing emulated stuff you can play on uh, well here's a fun classic. fact about that is that if you, as long as you have an actual Wii remote to plug into if you happen to have an NES or an SNES classic those came with controllers that yes. use the same plug and That's you could right. use that. As a classic controller, if you're just looking for some NES or SNES oh, games, you could do that, sweet. and that would work. Um, but the classic a, controller, cool. of course, also had uh, additional shoulder buttons and analog sticks. So, yeah, uh, which I do have one of those in in, in my yeah. setup because that was that was the one saving grace was being able to use that classic controller and play old school games. Yeah, uh, that I purchased on the store because. Uh, yeah, you know the the controller. I you know aside from the Galaxy games, I got bored of that controller really quick. You know, yeah. bowling was cute. You know, a few of those other ones that they advertised, but that was it. Yeah, so, no, I'm with you. So okay, I, I so struggle because have, I think are they, you cool with our top ten list that we have so far? What do you think? I, I there... I'm struggling. I think the Wii almost deserves to be on there, but I'm I'm cool with keeping it because I think you and I have enough disdain for it and enough love for the rest. This is yeah. our list, after all. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is this is our top ten, and yeah. you know, yes, I I mean I think we've made a really good conversation around both the love and the hate for the Wii, but like the GameCube. You and I would just talk about our love. You know, I, I no just way. love the GameCube. Oh, you yeah. know, it's like, oh man, I hated all the fluffware on that stupid system. No, you know, it's like, yeah, 
it just had a ton of great games and we both had really good memories of playing that system yeah yeah the gamecube uh, deserves to be on here for sure totally, and because it's you know, our totally, list yeah and it's like if i had to argue like if we were going to keep the wii like you said <clears throat> i think the one system we could maybe switch out would be the dreamcast but once again the dreamcast to me I just have such a love for that system. Yeah, me too. For the Over, same way that I do the GameCube. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just—I just got a love for the games that were on that thing. You know, even if you just said, "Okay, you know, one to one," you know, if you had one game that you had to pick on one system and the other. I would still want to play Virtual On over any game, probably that's on the Wii. Uh, you know, but that's just me personally. You know, right. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I okay. Well, well let's call it. So point. let's we'll we'll call this part one. That's what we'll I was do thinking. A, we'll yes. do a part two, in which we order the list from yes. top to top to bottom, best consoles. So as we're leaving, and I want to I want to reserve the right though it, over over the next. We could alter the list in part two. We're gonna review the list just one last time, real quick. But if, if between now and then I think of a great system or you think of a great system that we're missing sure. here, we'll throw it on there and argue it. But other than that, what are we going to do? All right. So so the list as it stands right now is NES, SNES, Genesis, Atari 2600, PlayStation, Dreamcast, PS2, N64, Xbox 360, GameCube. I love this list. I'm, I think I'm it's a good list. It. I do think we need to reorder it because, in my opinion, I think oh, the Atari needs to go to the bottom. But we'll we'll deal with that in the next that's episode. A, yeah, that's we. So we're gonna have some. Yeah, I think this is where we're gonna have fighting words. It's oh yeah, I think order. for sure we're gonna be like, what do you mean the Atari needs to <laughs> go to the bottom? You and I are different generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. So uh, we'll, we'll discuss that so. next time. All right. Uh, until then. I will be enjoying myself some Shadow Dancer. Yes. <laughs> and you'll be checking out uh, Simpsons Hit and Run. Hit and Run on the GameCube. On the and Game yours Cube. is the arcade. Mine's the arcade version. All right. Well, uh, with that, I guess we will just see y'all next time. All right.